you want your freedom well who am i to keep you down It's only right that you should play the way you're feeling. But listen carefully to the sound of your loneliness like a heartbeat drives you mad. I know Kia's like, what is this? Yeah, I'm trying to get with you. of remembering what you had and what you love. And what you have, and what you lost. Oh, thunder only happens when it's raining. Still don't know. Nope. Players only love you when they're playing. I got nothing. Say, women. They will come and they will go When the rain washes you clean You'll know You will know No, no, still nothing I mean, you know, certain things It's all right Just got by me You know, certain things just got by me I'm not, you know what? I did it's my fine. best. I'm actually not. It's, it's. I'm not surprised because you know I understand that this leans more, you know, in a jade direction. Yeah. That was Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, the song is called Dreams. You know what I'm saying? I love to see it. <laughs> That's where I told you that white lady with the flowy skirt, okay. and the wobbly wobbly hands. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes she comes out of me, or it'd be a white nigga inside of me named Ben. He has a ponytail and a brown leather jacket. Ben. He listens to a lot of Chicago. Yeah, and he smokes tons of weed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He'd be at the Black Lives Matter protest. Yeah, he's one of them white men that stands in front of niggas. Yes. So. Yes, Ben. Praise the Lord. Praise him. <laughs> Welcome back to this disaster of a show. No, just kidding. <laughs> Welcome back to Getting Grown with Jade and Kia, where we discuss all manner yes. of adulting, uh, all, mm-hmm. all the transitions. We're navigating all of the transitions and changing of changes of being a real live adult in the year of our Lord, 2022. Yes. We're back, man. Every Every yeah. week we come back. I want to thank you guys for your patience. We're a little oh, bit yes. late this week just because I had to go out of town. My grandma mm-hmm. turned 90. Oh, Graham Cracker. My Graham Cracker is 90 years old and we all had to rally. All of her children and grandchildren had to rally and get the celebration underway. It was uh, the first time yes. in a long time that we've all been able to come together as a family. So That's it was lovely. a good time. Um, but, you know, lovely. I had to travel there and travel back. And so mm-hmm. thank y'all for giving us some Niggas grace. Will be fine. <laughs> they will be, fine. you know, life is life. In. But yeah, how are you? What's going on? What's going on, sis? I'm good. I have to, I, this is no slight to your grim cracker. Mm-hmm. I'm laugh every time you call her that because that's what Paul Mooney calls, you know, <laughs> certain types, certain things. Oh Lord! <laughs> I can only imagine. Well, my grandpa is not one of those. I know, names. no, I know she. No, 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 no. We know that. We know her graham cracker is different than yes. their graham cracker. <laughs> 
Much you different. can put chocolate and marshmallows on top of her. She's pleasant. The other ones, not so much. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm good. I'm good, sister. I'm just uh, <laughs> being problematic. <laughs> per use, per use. You know, per use. You know what I'm saying? Just teetering the line. Um, no, I'm good. I'm you know, school is schooling and it's great and it's yes. wonderful. And you know, if you want to hear more about these things, then you got to join the Patreon and get on the pre-show because. She's we get funky and take our bras off there. Back to school. She's doing a little schooly sort of. We're going to school with Jade down to the Patreon. It's been a good you time. Yes, and y'all are gonna see that on a visual level, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. next week or so. And you know, I share with Kia on the Patreon. So get popping and head on over there. It's not too expensive, and there's so many fun things. We're having. Married at first sight discussions with Toya, the analog girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? More food content coming your way. We've got we've been doing some reorganization, but we are bike at it. We've had some good productive meetings. 2022 is about to be good for getting grown. We heard, we turn five. We going to school next We're week. School age. It's, it's yeah. It's we got to go to school. We got to go, go to the school. school. So make sure you all celebrate with a yeah, by the time this comes out. No, not no. by the not by the time this comes out. Before. Next week. Yeah. Next we week. will be five next week. Mm-hmm. And we will still be ignoring Tyrese. <laughs> we will. And I we won't it. stop because we can't stop. No, because we can't stop. Oh wow. I that's a beautiful transition. Should we head into the trash? I think we should. Oh, wait a minute. No, 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 no. You oh yeah, you told us how you were. Okay, yeah, let's head to the oh, trash. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing well. <laughs> No complaints here. Safe. Have what I need. Let's get to the trash. Let's do it. A clean up woman. It's time for the trash. All right. And Kia gave us a beautiful segue oh because you mentioned it can't stop, won't stop. Speaking of which, Mason Betha is in, you know, the social news. Is he? We Why? want to differentiate. No, no, no. Nothing bad. Okay, I was you concerned. Know, pastor preacher Mason Betha, also he's, rapper. He's still doing that? Okay. He's still doing it. He's still, he's still hardcore repping the church and also saying that he is a rapper because we are not a monolith. Two things can be true at the same time. Okay. So, he is speaking out. Apparently, he has released a record. Oh, boy. Um, in which he talks about... Puffer Jones, uh, yeah, Demon Spawn himself. You all know how I feel about him. I said he's an enjoyable man who is of the darkness, oh <laughs> but he is. He's a he's an enjoyable man, but he is of the darkness. So is this like a and tell? So, all? Is this like a he's spilling all of the bad boy tea? So the the song, you know, is referencing Puffy and his antics. And then he had an interview in which he spoke a little bit more in detail about it. And he was like, I'm not going to sit back and be a nigga who, who, and yes, he still says nigga. I'm not going to sit a back and be a nigga A lot of people in who, the church still say nigga. Me. Yeah. yeah hello. <laughs> well, no, I don't know why I raised my hand like I'm in church. <laughs> no, it's fine. I just say nigga. <laughs> but- Jay comes to church and sits on the roof. That's okay. I do. Next I time. sit on the roof. Sometimes I be on the stage. It's crazy. <laughs> but. <laughs> so, 
but so 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 Mason got Mason. Let me stop calling him Mason. Mason got up there. It's Fahaya. It's Fahaya. Mamacita, si señorita, and we gonna rise to the top. To the top. That's it. Let me tell you something. I had an unhealthy crush on Mason Betha. I mean, it was like, it was, it was extensive. Do you remember his first album cover where he was like holding his, holding his junk? Yes. In the red? No, it was, he had Was he red? No, he had on a black shirt. And he was like sitting in a chair and his hands. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That was on the inside of the CD jacket. Mm -mm. And I had that taped on the inside of my closet door. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised Rhonda allowed that. She didn't know about it. That's the only way. Uh That's why I was Mm -hmm. inside the closet door and not on the wall. And so you might see Cam in designer underwear. (laughs) And recline the leather chairs and yes. remind us everywhere. Like my kind of carrying on, but wonder, I digress. Why you I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I too. I also. I had a big crush on. I Kevin mean, we Mark. had a Harlem you World season. Didn't we have a Harlem World season? Just really did. Oh Ooh, my god! Had me in a chokehold. come home with me. Yes. Come home with me. Oh my god! So anyway. Mace got up there and he started talking about how he's not going to be the kind who has his money and sits back and allows Puffy and his demonic antics to continue on in this <sighs> world. Space he's like, he, well, I, you know, I may be paraphrasing. Okay, you might be that, adding that to might it. Be, okay. Understood. Yeah, that might be more Let's get that out vernacular. There. All right. But, you know, also this is like the idea. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, he's like, this man is evil, y'all. He's not right. Wow. He was like he did not let he didn't even let Biggie's daughter into a fundraiser for Biggie. He was like, you need to pay that man's mother what you owe her and what she's owed, and you don't do right by people, and you need to do right by oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ooh. And then so that started, you know, a little trickle down. Oh, he went on Instagram live. Yes, on Instagram Live. There we go. That's why I said social news. Mm. And so it started a trickle-down effect from other people who have been signed to Puffy um, at Death Row Records. You know, yes, I know that's not Death Row Records. That's what his record label should be called. Uh, we had Freddie. You remember Freddie from from Making the Band? Mm-hmm. Oh. And he had the voice, Skinny Freddie. Yes. Um, there was Babs. Babs spoke out. She B-A. goes, you know, sometimes I'd be agreeing with him, but she's like, you know, the end all be all is like, we all here. Um, Willie from day 26, he was like, you know, essentially he was like, we were all great talents, Danity Kane and day 26. He was like, but unfortunately we were a project and we were set up to fail. And so he's like, just be careful about who you get in business with and what dreams you chase and the way that you chase them, because it may not, that may not be the way that you want those to come to fruition. Mm. And so also paraphrasing, I feel like I did a pretty good job with that one, but essentially that was the message. So yeah, you know, niggas is calling out Puffy in his demonic ass ways. Mace is still <laughs> trying to buy his publishing back from, yep. from Diddy. Which Puffy bought in 96, I believe for $20,000. Mace wanted to pay the $2 million for it. And Diddy was says declined. no. So this is the mm. thing. And I mean, I feel like, since this show is about adulting, let's talk about the lesson here, right? And so, mm. 
this feels like one of those instances where it, it the the onus is on us. We we need to take responsibility for reading contracts, mm. being educated about these uh, sort of documents that we sign that we literally give away our property rights, property rights, privileges, intellectual property, all of these things. We get in bed with these people just excited to sort of have access to success, fame, you know, and we just, you know, we, we skip the steps that we need yeah. to take. And sometimes we don't know the sometimes steps. We don't, and, and, right? and sometimes the people say, take advantage. That's what but I was going to say. you're absolutely right. That we have too many examples I now. feel like, I feel like there, like you said, there's been many, many people who have been exploited in that folks mm-hmm. manipulate their ignorance or they take advantage of their lack of information, lack of knowledge, lack of, lack mm-hmm. of exposure, lack of experience. Mm-hmm. And, you know, are dishonest in their business dealings. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, saying, making promises, mm-hmm. you know, saying one thing, doing another. But I think, mm-hmm. you know, even this is what it, what, what it impresses upon me as we, like you said, we are now negotiating different opportunities and thinking about the future mm-hmm. and what we're what we're trying to do. And I think as people who are running businesses, right, the mm-hmm. onus is on mm-hmm. us to be responsible enough mm-hmm. to be educated enough to know what we don't know and to have people in our corner, you know, having the right knowledge on your team having lawyers Mm -hmm. that you can access Mm -hmm. having you know asking questions you know instead of just blindly going and i'm not saying this to excuse diddy at all i don't oh no 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 i know what you're saying that's why i agree that there's so much that's like going at this point don't go on drag race if you can't sew you've got (laughs) too many seasons of examples this is what i'm saying we have too many examples you got tlc with a famous quote i'm going to paraphrase it using these numbers let me show you how a rapper can go broke trying to pay two million dollars for his royalties Mm -hmm. when a nigga paid twenty thousand dollars in 1996 let's do the math tlc broke it down for you all on how they got bamboozled Mm -hmm. and scammed Mm -hmm. we have too many other examples in in the industry Pebbles is an evil bitch as well. You know, there's too many examples in the industry of people who have screwed people over so bad that you now are afforded ways where if you've got these opportunities, then you got to factor in a lawyer right. into so that you can make sure that your shit is locked tight. It's important. Okay? Fort Knox in this motherfucker. It's because important. everybody looks out for self, which is really unfortunate. That's the American way. But that's how way. these people do. That's the yeah. American way. And Go so, capitalism. I mean, I think. You know what I'm saying? The, the, yeah, that's what I'm taking away from this. And so, you know, mm-hmm. Mace is doing this. And so this is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and all But they got their foot on his neck. <laughs> and you know what also strikes me is that, like, you know, all of this mess is happening. All of this, these, these uh, people coming forward saying that they've been taking advantage of in this way. And Diddy is legit mm-hmm. changing his name to love. Like, like, like. And Freddie, Freddie from making the band referred to him as brother love or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, and Puffy, oh, uh, Mace, Mace talked about his name change as well. 
Oh. He talked about that too. Okay. He ma- he mentioned his name change. I got to go on finest Instagram live. I do. I I mm-hmm. feel like it still got to be up somewhere. And I'm feeling like he I mentioned might, the might the, need the to name watch it. change. He was like, this nigga is not the fuck right, and he ain't. You not. And on a mm. on a petty note, oh, he also petty. said <laughs> he was like, and stop claiming New York City, nigga. You from Mount Vernon? It is <laughs> claim your hood, Westchester. <laughs> Much like unto myself. Okay, which is fine. That is different. You are. You have. You. I've listen, claimed white planes. Everybody knows me. Knows that I had a brief stint in the Harlem, mm-hmm. and I do thank Harlem for what it has done for me. Make no mistake. Puffy. But I, I Niggas know where I'm from. On your neck. I know where I'm from. Child. And I, I mean, Diddy went. Listen, we listen. The facts are the facts. The facts are the facts. And he's not um, he's not responding, obviously. And they were like, here he is laid up on a beach with young Miami. Mm. Emphasis on young. Who is the same um, age as his oldest child? Like, how does that make you feel? Clearly, clearly no, no way. way. How's that <laughs> <laughs> clearly he feels Answered no my own way question. about <laughs> The rest of us are very uncomfortable. He feels no way. You know what? And it's, you know what? Like, can I be honest? It's not even the age thing. Because at this point, young Miami's grown. She's got a kid and, you know, lived experience. I feel, though, as if. Mm -hmm, (laughs) And this mm -hmm. is all speculation. That's fine. This is all my pov. Okay? My pove. Point of view. Thank you. Know me. Um, young Miami, like, what do you, like, what do y'all be talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, what kind of conversations are you having? So it's not just a matter of, all right, this is slightly inappropriate because you are the same age as my oldest child, who is also grown, but still you're the same age as my oldest child. Mm -hmm. But then also like, what are you doing with this girl's mind? Because y'all are not on this. Y'all are not this. Y'all are not on the same. Well, so that that right there to me suggests, and again, speculation. Predatory. Mm-hmm. No, but it just suggests to me that um, we don't know what kind of things that he might be promising her, telling her, and I mean, just for the aesthetic, right? I think this 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 generation super image conscious we all are but i feel like with like social media and Mm -hmm. all of the things that social media does for a career young miami's not dumb and she knows that being on diddy's arm is going to give her access to rooms and spaces absolutely and you know she's I, i would hope that she is you know being smart about this uh or, or that, that thinking that that is more her motivation, I don't. I, I hope don't so. Want to believe? I mean, anything is possible. I don't want to believe that this is going to be a long term situation, no. especially since he is still posting Kim Porter as as his soulmate and the love of his life every day. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and I mean, not no no. Listen, I'm not knocking his grief. I acknowledge that this is is right and. You know, mm-hmm. but, you know, I'm just saying, putting things mm-hmm. in context. Mm-hmm. 
everybody. I, we I do. All I know agree with you. I hope. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a stuntita. It's a and you know, I hope that she's using it as such. And I hope so. You know, too. I hope she also pays attention. You know what I'm saying? Because we've got age old stories of when Puffy took Jesus to the mountain and promised him all the riches of the world. Oh Lord. And Jay, wait a second. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He did. He took him to the mountain. I he mean, promised him all Jay the riches of the world. Did he? So <laughs> I mean, she's referring so, to him you know what I'm saying? as Satan. All right, let's move on. Cause of, I don't want to do that. All I'm saying is of darkness. I'm not putting no names on it. I, <laughs> I'm not putting no labels. I, I'm, I'm going to check out of Macy's. darkness. I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna dive into <clears throat> Mace's uh Please Instagram do. live because I feel like that is gonna be my kind of mess. Yeah. Please do. Please do. Um, speaking of the trash is trashing today I tell you it's going to continue to always and forever because I you know again we've kept this nigga out of the trash because we don't have time for this but I just I just had myself a little cackle Mm -hmm. uh, when I learned that um, Kanye was fired (laughs) from the Grammys from performing at the Grammys and they explicitly stated it is due to his online antics and I just say this to say nobody is invincible (laughs) y'all cannot get away with all of this rigmarole and not face no consequences and people of certain stature and money and all kinds of things think that at a certain level they face consequences no more. And <laughs> Grammys is here to tell you the fuck you thought, nigga. <laughs> I mean, was he supposed to? Was he originally slated yeah. to perform? And they disinvited he was slated to him? perform. Yep, they disinvited him and fired him. Mm. Said you may not perform due to your online antics. And he has not responded to this. I'm not sure. I didn't go look to find out. I can't imagine he didn't respond. Yes, because, like you know, he's look got to say <laughs> He can't help himself. He cannot help. He himself. can't help himself. Um, a, little, a bit of a sad, uh, some sad news in the trash. Mm-hmm. Um, so a young lady by the name of Lakevia Jackson, uh, which is the the mother of the child of Young Thug. Mm-hmm. They share a child together. Okay, yes, I've she about was this. very sad. Yeah, she was shot outside of a bowling alley in Atlanta, um, which is really, really sad. They had a, I think they have a fourteen-year-old child together, um, and it was over a bowling ball. It was literally over an argument in the bowling alley over a bowling ball. So you know, it's just senseless and crazy and it's now a child has lost their mother and we really got to do better we really got to do better ain't nothing worth that so i just wanted to send love to her and her family and her loved ones and her child because that's just it's senseless and it's really really sad it's really sad um also khalees lost her husband mike mora um we know he was battling um, stomach cancer, cancer, I believe. Of the stomach, yeah. Um, since 2020. Um, don't quote me on that, but I think. And he's been documenting his journey, but he he sadly passed away. Mm. Um, 
and we just we know she's 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 remained very private around uh, that situation and she deserves her privacy around that that situation so we just want to send love her way Absolutely. they have um two children together but obviously he was very you know very much a part of his bonus child's life and so it's really sad to you know to have a, a wife and three children grieving so i just wanted to send love uh their direction as well mm. um and super trash news. Oh, Lord. So Senator Mike Braun, who is on the right side of things, said that the Supreme Court is wrong, was wrong, to legalize interracial marriage uh, in the Loving versus Virginia case in 1967, and that the states individually should be able to ban interracial marriage should they want to. Mm-hmm. 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 this is right mm-hmm. after he was he was talking about Roe versus Wade mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, now he's talking about how states should have um, authority over themselves on whether or not they want to allow interracial marriage and when I say this is the shit that's in the motherfucking news in 2022 <laughs> like and and people still don't see color. I am flabbergasted. You know, I think I just... we, I think, um, we are in the twilight zone because like, bruh, um, I was thinking about, uh, well, I was reading while I was, you know, every time, every time I go to, to Nashville to see my family, very simple routine day-to-day things become an adventure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it, i feel like someone should do like a docuseries on like you know being black in a red state <laughs> or in, in a southern red state and like what that really what that really that real experience is because even in the ways that the news is reported and not just on certain so you know we have certain networks mm-hmm. that you know have their tendencies right uh, but like spin things a certain yes way. but like local news is framed in such skewed ways oh um and it is it is baffling because I, I i watched a story because you know there's i didn't realize this until i i got to tennessee but there's there do you know that there are people that are vying to eliminate the word equity from from schools right from schools but from policy uh, <laughs> uh from po- from policy and and on the basis and i'm just like you know they're trying to eliminate it because you know equity is different from equality yeah and because e- equity acknowledges that you know there are structural in inequities like there's there are mm-hmm. structural right imbalances yes it, it, it acknowledges <laughs> that you know representation like just mm-hmm. people having you know you know this this uh, this is assumption that the playing field is level and so just like we give marginalized people access to what we have then all is corrected mm-hmm. right um and just how 
I mean, I guess I just, it's, it's, you know, you hear these things and you read about them and you, and it's like, okay, you know that people have these beliefs, but to experience it, like to literally hear it out of actual mouths, it's, it does something like mm-hmm. I'm stunned sitting there just trying to enjoy <laughs> Wheel of Fortune with my grandmother and I'm accosted by all of this messaging <laughs> And what scares me even further is like my mom who lives down there, she's sitting in it so much. So she don't even realize like she's almost Mm -hmm. become immune to it. So it takes Mm -hmm. me like having a visceral reaction at the table for her to even be like, oh, that is pretty terrible, huh? Like, (laughs) like, like, and it's like, this is awful. (laughs) And I'm like, mom, y'all got to get out of here. Like, what are y'all doing? Like, let's pack it up and go. (laughs) <laughs> but I, I don't know that I'm gonna I'm gonna make it that far on that. But I'm just I don't, um, it was a bit of a tangent. Just saying, like no, no. Just it, saying, it's, it is it, crazy. we are living in the twilight it zone. Is, you said it. It is it is mind numbing. It is the kind of thing that makes you question whether your senses are intact. Like, am I is something? Am I hearing this? Did I hear what I just heard? Oh no, I know, I know what I think. You know what? In 2022, I'm gonna try to tell this to you in the best way that I can. Okay, I wish you luck. My solution, uh oh, on what I think would fix the problem. Oh boy. Okay, well let's just put it this way. Once upon a time, there were dinosaurs that lived <laughs> upon this earth, and then they all died. Oh lord. And now we don't have no more dinosaurs. We got descendants of dinosaurs. We've got lizards and certain birds, you know, and um, Ted Cruz. But (laughs) we don't have dinosaurs because they all died. I just feel like there is. Yes, I I see where you're going. (laughs) So that's all I'm saying. I just there's I no just, more dinosaurs because they all died. You know, and I think oddly enough, because you know, I work in the reform. I work in reform and thinking about like policy mm-hmm. and you know what changes need to be made in order for us to sort of espouse the values that we say that we have at various mm-hmm. levels. That tactic, though, is that is something that is discussed, right? There's there is a contingent of people who, as opposed to um pushing for change in particular ways they feel like it's just best for them to just let the dissenters die out <laughs> like let them mm-hmm. let them go on and we'll wait until they're not a thing anymore once they once once they are no longer in place then they're no longer an obstacle to our progress so that is something that Oh, oh, no, that's not what I was saying. Okay. <laughs> well, I was trying to. I was trying to. Okay. I know you were trying. You know, you did a good job. Um, you're right. There are people who think that, <laughs> and there are policies that need to be changed currently right now mm-hmm. in the process. Mm-hmm. One, a, a quick and dirty way, Lord though, heavens. in order to get this thing done, is if we had some sort of arctic blast oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> of sorts mm-hmm. that killed the dinosaurs arctic 
Blast. All right. Blast, nigga. Blah, blah, blah. And on that note, is that is that the is that all the trash? No, there's there? so there's so okay. much more let's, actually. But let's continue but to dig. We, through. I mean, we no, no no let's dig through. Let's dig through. So because I just found these things to be entertaining, not outside of the very sad things. Um, Matthew Nualls is back in the news for what? Because he was so inspired by Will Smith's King Richard. Good night. That he wants to do his own King Richard no. style. <laughs> biopic no thank you no thank you mm. mr Knowles. god bless okay. you Okay, you know how he's fishing niggas in you know how he's he's like oh i got never before seen destiny's child footage and that's fine that's okay and we know that in due time we if will you buy this bi biopic in my <laughs> i don't know i won't speak for everyone but i know i speak for myself i don't need a matthew Knowles biopic no I feel like we no. know that story. I mean, yeah. other. I mean, some people might be into it, but no. I, I'm good. I met Matthew Knowles. I met Matthew Knowles Did when you? I worked for the deputy chief of staff for the mayor of Houston. Um, a nigga by the name of Terrence oh. Fontaine. Okay. To this day, Yikes. that nigga can lick the bottom of my boots. If you know him, wow, fuck him. Oh. So anyway. Yeah, that's just one of those names that will forever be etched into my burn book. Okay. <laughs> but, oh, oh. Terrence Fontaine. But gotcha. um, I used to work for him and Matt, he did a lot of, you know, conversing with various people. Uh, and Matthew Knowles was one of the people who was a part of one of the projects we were working on. So he would come into the office. I mean, just as stank as he wants to be, would hold that bird nose high in the air and just just be mean. <laughs> he just was not nice. You know, and it's so sad because I love Solange. Mm. So much. I love Solange and I love Beyonce. But Matthew knows, and I love Mama Tina, but Matthew knows from personal experience was just not a nice person. I did not like dealing with him. I did not like, I did not like conversing with him. I did not like greeting him. Mm. I didn't like none of that. So not interested. Um, you don't get to and tell. We'll just, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, this is very like you don't get. To, I don't know. Did what? did 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 Venus and Serena Daddy pitch his own <laughs> movie? <laughs> I don't. But if he did, if that he would did, be fantastic. It would be, I guess, on <laughs> brand. But mm -hmm. I don't get the impression that he. That part is. This is a little girl. No, we shutting it down. That's not <laughs> what I. I mean, it just don't seem like this is what we need. You know, it's not. I don't need no more documentaries about black men who do this with their hands. <laughs> 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 You're from the scene. I don't want to see you do this. Oh man! <laughs> um, Gotta love it. We're gonna round this out with some positive news. Oh, what a joy! Abbott Elementary. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Has been renewed for a season two. I am more than excited. Very, 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 very excited. Thrilled. The gang will all be back. Ava. Uh, Janine. Yes. Um, just 
just everybody. Cheryl Lee Ralph. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the Melissa. comedic genius that is Cheryl Lee Ralph. Because when I tell you Incredible. that Cheryl Lee Ralph got all of the open mouth cackles out of me this season one of Abbott Elementary. That the boy's in the trash. Oh, Lord. The boy Lord, is in the, the trash. The boy's in the trash. Oh, Lord. He is digging in the trash. Because that Don't is. Don't put that on that counter. That is me. <laughs> she all was like. Day. She said. No, the other. One of my other favorite one-liners from Shirley Ralph. Are those jelly beans on your belt? <laughs> 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 oh, Lord. The boy is in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so good. It's so stinking good. Ooh. She's just—I mean, when I tell you, it's the subtleties. Because even even on the tech episode, yes, where the old man came in and they were going to do the program or whatever, and she was like, she's like these young people and this blah blah blah. And, nah, nah, nah. and he comes, and she, he she's like, you, you're the tech person. <laughs> <laughs> she's just. She's just fantastic. Cheryl Lee Ralph deserves all of her I mean, flowers. We just don't. All we just them. didn't celebrate her like we should have, and that's didn't. just the bottom the line. the, the uh, janitor. Oh. He deserves his flowers. Listen, that nigga because, is funny to me. And listen, nothing beat. Uh, nothing was better than him walking off. It was like the the episode with the, of the blackout. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, that nigga was walking away after he fixed it. And he was like, I'll make love to you. I'll make love to you. Like you want me to. <laughs> and I'll hold and you I'll tight. And I'll hold you tight. I said, yes. <laughs> because that is got so system. true. Like, <laughs> there's got to be. Like, do you know how? I mean, black men have a system for things, you know? So it's totally. It may not make sense to you. Spot on that he would have labeled the fuses in the fuse box <laughs> after boys to men songs because that is just that's what makes this show so wonderful it's genius it's genius because like, it, it is so it is the truth show. it is not at all it might as well be reality television because it is my reality and i love uh, and i love the i love i love when these shows are able to bring out little points that we didn't even like that i i know that i f- have not thought about like such as the gifted and talented program episode mm-hmm. where you know they were highlighting how that makes other kids feel that is what i like this is what is so genius about it right mm-hmm. cuz i think there's and i think we're getting back to what we loved about the sitcoms of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the late 80s and early 90s mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like you know it's also entertainment, but in that entertainment is a platform to sort of to 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 make very clear statements and send very yes. loud messages to a, a large group of people at one time. You know, another yes. show that I thought did that yes. very well that was canceled and it made me very sad. The Carmichael show. Oh, you know what? Tristan had gotten into it and I watched a couple of episodes and I didn't get to really like. But he said the same thing that they had some good conversations within the, within the dialogue it, right? of the show. And I mean, and you weren't always on, like, you know, it also did a great job. The Carmichael show did a great job of showing 
the dissonance and the and the difference mm-hmm. in opinions that exist within the black community. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think it just really I I love that these complex dynamic depictions mm-hmm. of black life are taking center stage in the culture mm-hmm. at this time because mm-hmm. this is what gets us away from these stereotypes and monolithic generalizations yep. that have sort of dominated media mm-hmm. for so long mm-hmm. it shows mm-hmm. how much within group difference exists and how blackness is so much bigger and and yes. has so much more depth than than just what you all think it is supposed just to just like you know hip-hop culture right and we have so many and we've and not to minimize is, that because that's also very dynamic and rich and yes and complexity very much so absolutely but if you step back and look at at the range mm-hmm. of shows that we have for the various representation it's not all power and snowfall you know what i'm saying we've got there's the some Abbott family shows there's some drama the you, my wife and kids was a comedy so blackish Hilarious. also does a good job okay. of this blackish. blackish does a good job yes. i don't think my wife and kids got its flowers personally it did but, not um, and you know i, I, I mean that also goes flowers. to that also goes to my belief and i might listen a lot of people may not agree but i don't believe that the wayans have gotten their flowers I don't think the Wands have gotten their proper flowers either. I as don't a either. unit, as a as a collective, because <laughs> let me because that's a strong ass and it, and and the thing about it is it continues because they got new cousins and nieces and nephews and shit who are in the industry too. Y'all better give the Wands them now. Their kids, flowers. yeah, their kids and and are are still out here being dominant forces in the entertainment yeah. industry, and very so, much so. I don't know. I don't feel like we give them enough. I did like I Mm-mm. did appreciate that Jim Carrey, you know, said what he said yeah. recently about yes. how when other shows wouldn't give him a chance, he got his big break on In Living Color, which is huge. Yeah. Right. I think that speaks yeah. to that. But that's sort of I mean, Matthew Knows can take a seat. That's the biopic we need. <laughs> exactly. Is everybody crazy? About the wins. We need to get into the wins. Let's get into okay, that can we business. Need, can we talk about this group of siblings who comes out of Chelsea Project? Period. Okay. And has literally in 2022 is that, still relevant. I mean, Let's talk that about that group of siblings that revolutionized entertainment. Absolutely. For a for a very substantial amount of time. Wouldn't be no SNL if there wasn't no in living color. And I just feel like we don't really give give like like that's a thing. And we got we got I to agree. deal with that. Like I agree. Like I agree. let's talk about it. And I'm not saying there weren't variety shows and things like that before, but there would not be an SNL. There would not be a mad TV. There would not be a black lady sketch show. There would not be all of these things if there wasn't in living color. And let's just call things things. Let's just call things things because they did it because even though there were variety shows and things before that, think about how the wins. And yes, if you look back now, obviously uh, based off of, you know, our, 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 our education and things like that, we know that the comedy may not have aged well, but we're talking about the the concept of it. Yeah. And so, if you take shows like In Living Color, where it was a it was a comedy show, it was a sketch show, it was for the culture, and it also 
you know, pushed the button a little bit. Mm -hmm. And at the time, at the time, it's not good for now. But if you take that, you've got SNL and things like that where they push the button in ways, you know what I'm saying, that are socially appropriate, but still where they can joke on people and laugh and do these different things. And it wouldn't be that if you didn't have this. And I don't, I agree with you. I don't think that they've gotten their proper flowers as a unit. I really don't. I, mean, I really don't. I don't know mm, who we got to mm, talk mm. to, but. Spoof movies, all that shit, like. I mean, and there's just such a range. There's such a range um, given. And I mean, not to say that they are without flaw or above, above criticism or reproach, but it is, it is, it is something that, you know, I don't think, I think a conversation that needs to be on the table. Mm -hmm. And I would like to Two things can be true at the same time. Multiple things can be true at the same time. People can pave the way and also... You know, take accountability for where they have gone wrong <laughs> also as well. So I know that's right. Um, and no, I am not talking about Bill Cosby. Um, oh, no. But. No, that's not no, even where just we're going. We're not that's even not going the same. That we weren't even. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the direction. And in case you thought, because I know niggas like to think. No. <laughs> so. <laughs> and with that being said, let's move on to this shout out. Stop thinking. <laughs> My sister's popping right now, like. This is an exciting shout out. Oh, yes. Especially off the fact that it's coming in Women's History Month. It's coming in Black Black Women 365. Black Women 365. (laughs) Okay, thank you very much. Welcome to our Um, party. But I just got three words for y'all Katanji Brown Jackson. That is a complete sentence. I'm sorry. Let me help okay. you. It's actually Supreme Court Justice Katanji Thank you. Brown Jackson. Thank you. Because at the time when I did the trash, it was actually Supreme Court Justice nominee. Yeah, 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 yeah. Katanji Jackson, Brown Jackson, excuse me, but um, Supreme Court ja- uh, Justice uh katanji brown jackson who let me tell you something you want to talk about a black woman letting her blackness just shine all over the room no matter who's sitting in it she said i'm going to sit here and explain to you people you (laughs) derelicts you people who are not as qualified as i am let's talk about that. that was a much nicer and cleaner and less problematic <laughs> and less canceled way of Ow. what I was going to say. But I'm about to explain to y'all what my African roots name mm. means while I sit up here and get this Supreme Court justice position. Um, I just would like to commend her patience. I think that this, there's just a, I just, I just, it was such an absolute level of, I mean, it was just an extreme and sudden impressive amount of resolve mm. and composure mm. right mm. especially when folks are asking you stupid questions that they know the answer to um yeah which is frustrating maddening for for most of us but not for uh uh a justice Tanji. brown jackson no. yes and mm. so i i what i love you know and i think you know i want this to be i'm just gonna say this I'm not as familiar with uh, her work, um, you know, mm-hmm, before mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. Be- before her mm-hmm. hearing and before sort of this process. I was not familiar with her. 
now that I've been enlightened, you know, we're going to do some research, do some reading. But from what I Mm -hmm. know right now, you know, things seem to be in order. One, I was talking to my friend Jessica. What I've read. Yes. I was talking to my friend Jess. um, And one of the things that she pointed out, which is which is key. um, Most Supreme Court justices um, were former prosecutors. What's interesting here is that she was a former public defender. And so I think it is very big. It's a very big Mm. deal to have someone Mm. with that perspective Mm. on the Supreme Court. I think it's Mm. never been, it's never been there prior to then. And just to have that, I think brings a level of balance that the game's been missing. And so I'm really glad to see that, uh, you know, that that is one thing that I think we can, we can agree is 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 a good thing. Um, <coughs> and I hope she's able to help get these dinosaurs. Okay, wait a second. <laughs> but yes, shout out to, that. that's the shout out. We're excited. Um, we're going to, you know, and I mean, also want to offer that this is, this is a step. This is an important step, but we still have Very a lot so. more work to do and a long way Ooh. to go. So let's not put any more pressure on Justice Brown Jackson. She is not, Mm-mm. this is not going to be a panacea. Right. She's Mm-mm. positioned to to affect change in some substantial ways. But let's not put the burden of our freedom on this one yeah. black woman's back. She has enough to carry. She's carrying enough already. So let's just support <laughs> her. Let's just support her. Let's look. Let's let's find, you know, let's find the the positives in this and lean into those. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, when the opportunity or when the, you know, when it comes time for us to be critical and to to have hard questions and look for accountability, then we can do that. But let, you In know, a way that's going to help affect In change. a way that's going to move us all forward. Let's mm-hmm. not drag this down. You know, I just sure. want us, you know, we, let, let's have, let's have her back in, in, in a good way. Um, that's what I'm hoping from my people. Mm-hmm. That would and make me happy. Um, I that reminds me of that episode of the Boondocks where Obama was getting elected into <laughs> office, and it was all <laughs> every problem niggas had. They were like, "Obama mm-hmm. save us!" Mm-hmm. And things got out of control. It's the same. Don't do that to her. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do it. She's one lady. You kill her off because y'all stressed her to death. Mm-hmm. Then, then I don't know when we're gonna get another one in there. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, we haven't really gotten we haven't gotten many wins with this administration nah, any really black lady but live. i think that this is one that we can all agree is a step in the right direction at least right now we don't right know now. we don't know what what will we, do, we don't know we don't know what we don't know until we know it right so but we got hope but hope is where that's the difference <laughs> And this is one thing that we can be hopeful about. Thank God. Wishing and hoping. Yes. And praying mm-hmm. and wishing. So thank you. Shout out to uh, Supreme Court Justice Katanji Brown yes. Jackson. We are excited yes. here at Getting Grown. We're rooting for you, sis. All right. All right. Hope you're rooting for us. <laughs> okay, let's move along to Same. the kitchen no, table for talk. Real. <laughs> Hey, ladies. Okay, have you heard about the hottest new arrival down to the Ulta Beauty? Girls, get your coins and your things. Fenty Beauty by the 
one and only Robin Rihanna Fenty is now down to the Ulta girl. You can learn how to achieve the now coveted Fenty face and this game changing glow, just like Rihanna with, uh, by following these three easy steps. First, you want to start with the lightest air foundation for the skin that looks like skin all day. You'll find that um, you can get that exact look with Fenty's Pro Filter Soft Matte Longwear Foundation. Medium to full coverage, pore diffused, um, and it has a shine-free finish. Second, you want to set off this fresh, clean canvas with the right contour and highlight. You'll get what you need with Fenty's Matchstick Contour Skin Stick. It's dual-sided, um, easy to blend, long wear, light as air girl. Third, finally, you protect your glow from shine any place, anytime with Fenty's Invisimat Blotting Powder. That's gonna keep the cream products on your face and from running down your face, honey, as you as you sweat and come into contact with the elements, it absorbs shine, diffuses the look of pores to give you that filter face, honey, give you that all day long. I got a filter. I got a blur tool on my face, honey. So what are you waiting for? Shop now. Fenty Beauty by Rihanna at Ulta Beauty. Y'all been listening to me talk about my little homeboy, Cairo. <laughs> okay. Just like getting grown. Cairo is trying to navigate life in the big city. You know what I'm saying? The tests, the trials, the twists, the turns, the taxes, and the tribulations of being a seven-year-old. Okay, we only we the same, but we only about like 30 years apart. And he's doing this with the help of his family, including his big brother Omari. From Wondery, The Adventures of Cairo. So it's a show for everybody in the family. We've had listeners write in and tell us that their kids absolutely love it. And it brings you stories about kindness, courage, and so much more. Like why division homework is the worst. Again, we don't even need to talk about it. I don't, that long division, what was the point? What was the reason? Okay. In each episode, Cairo's adventures impart lessons that will stick with your kids. Like when he learns the importance of sharing when his school hosts a winter clothing drive. Or when Omari teaches Cairo the best way to make a new friend is just to be yourself. Or the time Cairo fibs, because you know we don't like to say the L word in the black community, about doing his division homework and learns that sometimes it's important to ask for help. Whenever Cairo doesn't know what to do, he leans on his friends and his family to lead the way. And the Adventures of Cairo podcast shows that even though being a kid is hard work sometimes, just like getting grown, you can have a lot of fun learning along the way. Listen to the Adventures of Cairo wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the kitchen table and happy spring. We oh, have spring equinox. We have sprung forward. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, like Jay said, uh, we we've witnessed another spring equinox we are standing in the the season of spring and we're glad about Mm. it also i mean let me tell you you know who else was excited about the spring equinox our allergies pollen because allergies (laughs) i mean the pollen kicked in the door waving the four four I mean, came for all of us. I'm here. And one, I mean, it seemed like overnight the pollen was yeah. like, "Oh, we back. <laughs> How you doing?" Nah. And we out. He came here. in like, "What's that nigga? What's that big nigga's name who be licking his lips and giggling?" 
What's his name? You know who that I'm talking about. That don't really about. narrow it down. He Let be wearing see. the he be he be wearing the suit. Yes, he be the nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Huggy bear. <laughs> yeah, Huggy. Yes. Yeah. What's his name again? <laughs> um, I forget. I don't. Oh move. my god. I, I forget too. I'm sure the people. Y'all know who this. I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is so creepy. All right. <laughs> That's how the pollen came through, stepped up on the scene, and we out here blocking the histamines. Shout out to blocking the, the You got to block the histamines. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I wish I could remember that, that Uber driver's name. Um, he was fantastic. Yes, indeed. Got to block the histamines. It's important. So, uh, but in the in the spirit of spring, you know, spring also brings about spring cleaning. Um, mm. and I thought that it would be an awesome way, an awesome, awesome way to, to kick off spring on getting grown, um, was inspired by a post by one of my favorite follows. I have the, um, privilege of following, uh, a brilliant black woman by the name of, uh, Nedra Glover Tawab. Um, she is a therapist um, internet sensation, New York Times bestselling author. She is an expert in relationships and boundaries. She, her, all of her work is around teaching us how to create healthy relationships, hold ourselves mm. accountable, um, mm. and, and really sort of putting balance uh, in our life in, in the proper ways. I love her content. Um, I, I just ordered her book. We'll be kicking mm -hmm. that off uh, as well. Yes. Um, but one of the things she posted recently <clears throat> was around spring cleaning and not just, you know, as we typically clean our houses, but she offered mm -hmm. some, um, some reflection prompts um, mm -hmm. for spring cleaning your mental health. A lot of her work is premised around um, prioritizing self-awareness and mm -hmm. um she says often that self-awareness leads leads you directly to growth we cannot mm -hmm. change situations circumstances or conditions that we won't acknowledge um mm -hmm. and so she offered eight different questions to ponder prompts um that we can sort of sit around and do some just some honest reflecting Mm -hmm. uh, grabbing a pen and paper, reflecting on who we are, what we love about ourselves, what's going well in our lives and our relationships, mm -hmm. and what are the things that need to be nurtured, shifted, or released. We will absolutely, absolutely. be sharing the link to this awesome post from um, Dr. Tawab's uh, Instagram in our description box, mm -hmm. but thought it would be a good kitchen table uh, conversation for us to maybe go through these prompts and model what some of that reflection would look like. Hopefully that will kick us all off um, and point us all in the direction of our doing this exercise on our own. So you ready, sis? Yes, I'm ready. What? Okay. Okay. What are you learning? This one, this is the first prompt thinking about okay. your, your, your life reflecting on where you are right now. What are you learning about yourself? In this season. Oh, yes. What are some of the things that you think you're learning about yourself? I'm learning um, how to call in ease mm. and how to call in Very good. And, and rest yes. and reframe what rest looks like for me, mm -hmm. um, you know, and not put such 
hard parameters around that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and really think that I have to have everything in order. Like I have, I'm I'm reframing uh, how I think about rest in the sense where I don't have to. I, I don't just. I deserve rest whenever I need yes. it. Yes. I don't have to earn rest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and so that's been a big thing for me this spring season is that. And also, as I spoke about last week or a couple weeks ago, um, just really putting a mirror to myself and figuring and, and seeing if there are ways I can respond differently in different situations mm -hmm. um, and really practicing that as well, you know, with how I deal with specific people in my life, not everybody, but specific people in my life. And I'm as I'm being more intentional about that, I'm seeing where those things come up because those are things that I'm intentionally focusing on. I love that. I think I, I align with you in terms of sort of reframing, reconceptualizing how I think about rest and what it is, its role and utility in my life. That is something that we are sharing. Mm -hmm. That's definitely a new awareness that we are sharing. Um, Thank you, sis. I think... For me, I am learning more mm -hmm. about what my triggers are and not just for the purpose of just sort of saying, you know, I'm triggered, I'm triggered, I'm triggered, but really learning about them, understanding their origin, really mm -hmm. understanding mm -hmm. what they are so that I can manage them, not judge them, but manage mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. Um because, you know, my experience is my experience and it's fair for me to be traumatized given some of the terrible things I've had to endure in my life. And sort of having a reaction to that is fair mm -hmm. and it is healthy. Mm -hmm. It is human. It is something that um, is a sign of my uh, strength, not weakness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, so I know what my triggers are and I'm learning more about, about them. Um, I'm mm -hmm. also learning, um, I am learning that it is okay, um, to, um, give myself space to breathe. Um, you know, right in there with, with the rest. But also, mm. I feel like, you know, as as a, to borrow from Dr. Adia and others who I've been, you know, sort of mm -hmm. learning with and from, I'm a recovering, overachieving Black woman. And as I'm, as I'm- I'm re a recovering, yes. overachieving Black woman. <laughs> as, I, as, I, as I think about that, right, I'm getting off of this hamster wheel of mm -hmm. constant mm -hmm. pro productivity mm -hmm. um, or thinking about, well, I think I am constantly productive, but I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, embracing that productivity can be many, many more things than just checking things off of my to-do list at work and sort Absolutely. of, sort of getting and understanding that I'm a whole person beyond what I do. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm learning how to sort of reclaim that, um, that space in my life. So mm -hmm. that's where I am in the, in the spring 
spring cleaning and embracing the spring. I'm, this is where I'm, this is what I'm learning. So this is cool. I like this. Okay. I like this. I like this. I like um, this. So how do you want, do you want me to pick your next one or do you want me to read the rest, the remaining seven and then you tell me which one you want to do? Which one? How okay. you want to do it? Okay. Or maybe you pick for, pick for me randomly. Okay. I can do that. Is there something that you're doing that you don't really like doing, but you feel like you have to do it because others, it makes other people happy? Hmm. No. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm trying to be honest. No, I really, that's like, good. I'm, okay. I'm not putting on and, and, but I'm trying to think because I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure I have before, but no. Mm -mm. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Mm-mm. No. I definitely, I think I'm, I'm not, I am not in my personal life. I am professionally and I am ab absolutely readying myself to get out of that situation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's you honest. are actually, yeah, yes. you are. Honest I, that I, I am will doing say things that I don't particularly like or not that I don't like the things I don't like the way that I have to do them but I continue to do them this way for peace <laughs> yes peace yes yes and I and that's understandable because you also this is your livelihood right yeah. so it's like when you recognize that you feel a certain way in a certain area um you 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 at least you've recognized it and now you can formulate a plan yeah. to get yourself out of that area right cuz you've a recognized the problem that's the first step to recovery now one thing and this was this was brought to me which i am keeping so forefront and has been very helpful in a short amount of time mm -hmm. is guilt is so useless mm. says nat it's like when you really sit back and you think about it, you really, really, really sit back and you think about it. You say, I feel bad about this thing. But what is that really doing for you? Like, what is it helping you to be a better person? Is it helping you to progress forward? Or is it does it have you just sitting in negative feelings? And that's what some of the things that I try to tell myself. Recently, I had to deliver some really bad news to a very close friend mm. right and i before i delivered the news to her i felt awful like i felt extremely 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 awful i actually so just full transparency one of my very closest and longest friends is getting married kia and i both of our friends mm -hmm. and i was a bridesmaid in the wedding but COVID has really just kind of fucked things up for everybody and it's thrown so many things off track and given the timing, things are now off balance and I, I can't make it this particular, this particular day, right? Like this particular day tore me up mm -hmm. when I realized what was what, I mean, when I tell you tore me up. And I sat and I was sick to my stomach and I couldn't eat before I talked to her and, you know, finally did. And it was sad. But we came up with a resolution, right? I'm going to go down when she has her actual ceremony, when they, you know, go to do their nuptials. And, and, and the point is not 
is not just you had to I had to zoom out and look bigger picture, right? The point is not just like I can't be in your wedding. I was sad because it's it's more so about not wanting to disappoint somebody that you mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. That's really where it came from. And I said, but I'm trying everything in my power to still show that I support this person and this person knows that I support them and I love them. And this is not going to be the end of our friendship Mm -hmm. because this circumstance had to change. And now I'm going to go down, you know, soon and go see her when she actually gets married and be able to love up on her. And even though it's going to be sad that I can't be there for this event, it's not, it's not the end of it. So I, I'm using that story to tell you how I've started really trying to reframe guilt. And then you already know how I am. Like, I don't like doing stuff that I don't like doing. (laughs) So, and that's not to say things that can't challenge me and that I need to grow from. That's different. But like things that I don't want to do, Mm -hmm. I think I've gotten to a place where I'm like, man, I really don't want to do this. I'm not doing it. For the most part. Yeah. For the most part. Because I think it is like, I mean, I think the reality is many of us, have to do things that we don't necessarily want to do things like absolutely taxes and yeah. and sort of driving the speed limit like they're there mm-hmm. but there are certain sort of these, these there are things that we have to and i think that exists in our relationships and friendships as well um but the idea is if you find yourself like even when i think about my situation professionally um i can honestly say that once upon a time i wasn't bothered by Mm -hmm. uh this particular practice procedure Mm -hmm. methodology approach i wasn't Mm -hmm. bothered because you know given the information that i had at that time and the understanding that i had at that time i thought this was how things were done but now that i have more awareness of what options i have what possibilities are out there for me professionally and that I'm not required to sort of fit in any particular box. I can mm-hmm. be my whole self in certain spaces and that I don't have to have make certain compromises. Now that I have that awareness, I I feel that I, you know, my, my mind, like we say all the time, as an adult, you have a right to change your mind. When you have different information, mm-hmm. you have a right to sort of move differently. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of where I am right now. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, so this is something that's like ongoing. We are, we are evolving people. We, and as, as, you know, sometimes you are in a situation that you once loved and you might look up and be in and be like, okay, this is not something that works for me anymore. It's not for me anymore. Yep. And so you just sort of have to, you know, it's, it's not about shaming or guilting yourself for that realization. More so Mm -hmm. thinking about now that I have this new information, what do I do with it in the future? Love Absolutely. And sometimes we need reminders for things mm-hmm. we're working on. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We may be working on them and and then you got a slip back moment. Yeah. You know, where you might go and handle a situation like, you know, your former self. That doesn't mean that you haven't done your work or you're not doing your work or that you're a failure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's just you're a human. And you just, it just needs to, things have to be checked. Our cars go off alignment all the Mm -hmm. time and we got to take them to the shop, get the tires balanced and rotated, get the oil checked 
and and change to make sure that things are running smoothly and we got to do the same thing with ourselves for sure well, so consider this a check engine light of sorts okay yes episode name <laughs> <laughs> okay so i just sent you the post with all of the prompts now you pick one yes for me. okay let me look oh, oh lordy b i think i know where you're going Okay, no, I'm not going to do that. I, no, I know what you thought I was going to do. <laughs> okay, I think this is a good one. I think this is a good one for you. All right. How are you managing uncomfortable feelings? That is a good one. Um, I am making space for discomfort. Mm-hmm. I am learning to be okay with being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Because I've learned in my <laughs> almost 40 years of living that there is little growth and development in comfort. Mm-hmm. I think I think the whole point of this thing is that we are stretched. Because in the stretch, you find your capacity, you find mm-hmm. out, you learn insight about yourself. You learn where your pain points and pressure points are. You under you mm-hmm. have a better understanding of what your deal breakers are or where you might mm-hmm. have a little bit more flexibility. But you don't get that insight if you on, if you don't if you don't stretch. And not to sort of use, I mean, forgive me for using this sort of age old cliche, but even when I think about working out, working out is not something mm-hmm. that's not it's not comfortable for me. Mm-hmm. Anybody mm-hmm. who knows me knowing that sweating and any manner of exertion. <laughs> any what's any, that commercial say? What that little boy say? It's the urine of the skin. Exactly. <laughs> and any any kind of exertion is not something that I enjoy. I, I am a woman. I do not I do not dream of labor. I am, I am a woman. <laughs> I do not dream of labor. <laughs> what is my dream job? I do not dream of labor. Um, <laughs> so I'm a woman who enjoys, you know, being comfortable and having leisure and enjoyment. I, I enjoy those things, but I recognize that life, there's some, there's more to life than, than just those spaces. And so mm-hmm. in working out, as uncomfortable as it is in the moment, it, t- it took me torturing myself at Orange Theory to learn that I really can run a mile. I mm-hmm. never thought that I could, but I really... And every once in a while, you might enjoy it. I might. I'm, I mean, <laughs> very rarely and for just a brief nanosecond. Yeah. Um, But there and are things other. that I never thought that I would be... I would, Jay, you know me. I know. Kia I know. from six years ago. If you had told Kia no. from six years ago that she was going to be a gym said, rat. I'm going to sweat out my purse. Excuse me. <laughs> what? I mean, I have a standing hair appointment on Thursday afternoon. So Absolutely I mean, not. Are you dumb? <laughs> you, you told Kia that I was going to be a ball-headed. She was going to work out what? A ball-headed gym rat. <laughs> I would have been like, sis, Okay. <laughs> You got the good stuff. Okay. A ball headed, a ball headed gym rat. If you would have told Kia 12 years ago that this, you know, this is where I would be, I would have thought that you were out of your mind. But Mm -hmm. in in all of 
my angst and complaining about going to the gym and getting on the bike, there are things that I have been able to accomplish. There, there are things mm-hmm. that I never thought that my rheumatoid arthritis having, flat foot, nearsighted, clumsy, uh, uncoordinated self would be able to train myself to do. And it was uncomfortable the whole time. It was terrible. <laughs> but mm-hmm. in that discomfort, I've been able to mm-hmm. find that I have strength and capacity that I didn't know that I ever had before. And so mm-hmm. I'm managing my uncomfortable feelings by mm-hmm. allowing space. Cause I think uncomfortable being discomfort is an awesome tool. Yes. Um, it is, it is really an awesome tool that we all need. So yeah. we shouldn't run from it. We mm-hmm. shouldn't run from it. You got to sit in you it. You have to sit in it. You have to ask yourself, what about this is this uncomfortable for me? What don't I like about it? Mm-hmm. You have to question. You have to probe it. You got to interrogate it. That's where the rich, that's where the rich learning and understanding mm. about who you are and what the hell is going on in this world. That's mm. where that comes from. Sitting in it. Well, I hate it. I hate every ounce of this. But but I have to I have to do it. And it's not abuse. Mm-hmm. It's not, I mean, within reason. I'm not going to to, to, to do things that are painful or harmful. But I'm just mm-hmm. offering that discomfort is not in and of itself harmful. It is actually mm-hmm. quite helpful if we mm-hmm. allow it to do what I believe it was designed to do. Absolutely. Love I agree. See it. I agree. I, you know, I try to sit in my discomfort, mm-hmm. and it, and like you said, it don't feel good. It sometimes. doesn't. It's awful. Sometimes I got to be quiet. Like, you know, when it's real uncomfortable, when I got something yes. to say, and I got to be quiet. When I know that uh-huh. this is not the space for me to say what is on the inside, burning on the inside of me to say. What being uncomfortable is also uncomfortable for me to know that I'm right and you're wrong, but me being right is not the point. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Me being right is not. Listen, I know that in my mind, I know that I'm right and you're wrong. So but I gotta eat it. In this moment, me being right is not the point. And sometimes, sometimes sitting in the discomfort means making other niggas uncomfortable. Whew. Because say I've that. Also what a word. Mm. Really, you know, started mastering that. I told Kia before <laughs> in the pre-show. <laughs> in the pre-show. And really, let me tell you, let me tell you the gem of it, though. The gem of that is not just learning, but also finding the joy. I told Kia in the pre-show, <laughs> you know, in school, I'm uncomfortable right now, so all of y'all are uncomfortable. Yeah. And I said it. I kids Kia said at some point in time, your classmates are gonna call you a reverse racist mm-hmm. because I'd be up here screaming about the entitlement of white men vocally and loudly. And can't wait for the day because that's gonna be a brouhaha. It's like I'm but, ready. I'm ready for the conversation. <laughs> Let's do no, it. I'm ready for war. I, I want chaos. No, it's true though. I and don't it, want peace. <laughs> as a, but, <laughs> even as an educator, you know, and I, I think other teachers of all levels would agree that there is a tool, like you know, the, like there is a dis-ease. There's a healthy dis-ease in a classroom setting that facilitates Absolutely. the learning, right? And I remember yeah. some of my favorite teachers used to say, you know, you know how silence is awkward and we all just try to rush through it because it's mm-hmm. awkward to just sort of sit in in, mm-hmm. the, in the silence. Mm-hmm. 
But I feel like I've had amazing teachers and all of my, the, the teachers that have been the best teachers for me have, have been the people that are like, oh girl, I'm not bothered. I'm asking this question. I'm not bothered by the silence. <laughs> Sit with that. Let Wait. that work on you for a moment, okay? Okay, oh, y'all don't have nothing to we say? Were, Perfect. Sit in it. Sit we were in making it for a sushi minute. the other day, and my, my, my chef goes, <laughs> everybody's concentrating, right? Yes. Like they're concentrating. Chef stuff, he goes, oh, we're going to make sushi every day if this is going to keep you all this quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, though. It's true. It is. Like, not rushing through that awkward silence. And I think a lot of my... Uh, missteps in my relationships have been because the silence was awkward. Mm. In instead of me sitting and waiting for the response, I just sort of rushed through and sort of said something to fill the silence. Mm -hmm. When mm -hmm. in the in the when the silence is what was necessary in yeah, the interaction, which could be human nature. Yes, that nigga who came in with that strep throat. <laughs> let me tell you, I I, met, I successfully ignored that nigga for four solid days. I want you to know. I ignored that nigga for four full class days <laughs> until I finally was like, okay, it's been long enough. <laughs> like, yes. And I didn't initiate conversation, but when he kept on, I finally was like, what'd you say? And he was like, oh shit, she's not ignoring me now. <laughs> like, so sometimes you got to let other niggas sit in that silence too. And, it, and, and you may want to say something and no, let your silence be the great speaker. Please. And then sometimes you've got to be the great speaker. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Two things can be true. Yeah. It's nuanced. I love it's it. It's nuanced. Do you want to do one more? Yeah, let's do one more. All right. You want to pick or you want me to pick? I will. I'll pick yours. You pick mine. Okay. Okay. Where are you spending the most time and energy? I know that's I know that's tricky because it doesn't have to be physical. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I think right now I'm spending the most time and energy with myself. Yes. Um, like the most. And when I say like, you know, we're we're good for for scrolling a phone or turning on a Netflix show or and I'm not saying I don't do those things too, because yes. I do. But I'm finding myself being a lot more intentional about taking moments. Um, when I have quiet and I have peace to really sit with myself. So, you know, I'm not a journaling ass bitch, bitch. I've been a journaling ass bitch. I, mean, I you know, right. I, a thought will come on my way to school. I'm making sure I'm putting it down. I'm when I, I earlier I came home and I had a, a schedule thing that ended up changing. And I said, what am I going to do in this time? I'm going to take a shower. Mm -hmm. And I took a shower and I took a few minutes to just, kind of meditate and just kind of be for a minute. And so I'm finding that I'm taking way more of those moments to check in with myself when I had, cause I don't always have that quiet. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm taking way more of those moments at night when Noah goes to sleep, Tristan might be studying or lesson planning or sleeping. I'm taking moments to sit more with myself. I think sure. that's why I'm spending the most time and energy right now. Cause I gotta be good. I, my foundation has to be good, and I gotta check in with that. Yes, to quote our ever problematic fave, Ian Levanzant. <laughs> oh, you can't pour. They made fun of my boots. <laughs> you can't pour from an empty cup. Mm. Beloved. So you've got to take time to fill your own cup up, huh? That's right. And I think 
I, I would agree. If, if I had to answer the question, I would say the same Sometimes thing. Sometimes I got to put my own face in the dirt. <laughs> if I had to answer the question, I would absolutely say I'm spending the most time and energy worrying about myself. And I don't mm. feel bad about that. I don't mm-hmm. feel bad about that. I think Mm -hmm. that um, I recognize that I have a lot of work to do, not work like, you know, in the conventional sense, but Mm -hmm. I have, I have things that I want to strengthen in myself about my life, things that I want to fix, adjust, elevate. Um, Absolutely. And it requires me to spend a lot of time doing this. Like you said, thinking, Mm -hmm. reflecting, sitting, Mm -hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I just I know I'm getting because, you know, I noticed that there will be days where I don't cut the TV on all day. Man. And let me tell you something. This is how I knew I was really doing good. OK, this is big, Jade. I drove okay. when I drove. I drove down. Y'all know I drove down to Nashville on mm-hmm. Wednesday during my drive down. I listened to. An audio book. I listened. um mm-hmm. Tama Bryant, uh, Dr. Tama Bryant is uh, you know, has a book called Homecoming. Mm-hmm. I listened to the, maybe the first six chapters of that book. There were a couple okay. of times where I had a few phone calls, but I noticed it wasn't until I got all the way there. I noticed that I didn't listen to one song. Whole wow. nine hour drive. I didn't listen to Ooh. one song. And you know, I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't like striking against music or anything because we know, mm-hmm. you know, we right. all know that I live and breathe that. But at the same mm-hmm. time, I had to, I was like, wow, I sat here and listened. And, and you know, there were times where I cut, like after a very heavy chapter, like chapter four, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was about like parenting, reparenting yourself. Mm. And after that chapter, I really just cut the radio off and just drove in silence letting what I heard just sit with me. And mm-hmm. I didn't do it on purpose. But when I got mm-hmm. to Tennessee, I realized that I didn't I didn't open the Apple Music one time, the whole drive down. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is how I know that I am progressing. Mm-hmm. This is how Not I know. Not even regret, you just changing, shifting. I, I am shifting. I like mm-hmm. this is a this is a, a switch. If you would have told me ever that mm-hmm. I would drive anywhere with no music, I'd be like, "Are you dumb? Is the radio broken? What's happening?" Listen, sis, I was cleaning the house the other day, and I had gotten about three hours into cleaning. Like, had done the kitchen, was doing mopping, everything, and I looked up and I was like, "No music. It is full silence, silence. in this house." Like, I didn't have no music on, no TV on. I wasn't on the phone. I wasn't doing nothing but being with my thoughts and my bleach. And got what you I was needed. like, huh, sometimes, <laughs> yeah. sometimes I'll come home, I won't turn anything, and I'll just wash the dishes, and I'll just stay in there and wash the dishes and just, you know, think things to myself. And that, I just, I'm finding those moments happen, happening more much more. more frequently. More much and more. Much more frequently. I love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. One more. One more. Last one. What do you enjoy doing? I mean, this sounds like a gimme, but I maybe maybe this is because I just spent a few days away. But I enjoy mm-hmm. being home. I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I enjoy. <laughs> I have. Um, I mean, it's not like I'm not saying this to be facetious 
or mm-hmm. not putting on. Mm-hmm. But I enjoy my space. I I enjoy spending time with myself. I enjoy having mm-hmm. sort of the freedom to sort of move throughout my day in ways that sort of match how I feel mm-hmm. and um, what I need or mm-hmm. want in in a particular moment or space and time. Mm-hmm. I I enjoy. I enjoy me. I enjoy I enjoy doing me. Mm-hmm. Um and you know within that, you know, I'm learning that I enjoy there there are parts of, you know, I enjoy having like really healthy conversations. I enjoy watching uh documentaries. I enjoy mm-hmm. and I enjoy like I that's another thing I was going to say. One thing I I have always been a TV girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm totally and all my life, you know, my mom and other women have made me feel like enjoying TV will somehow compromise my smartness or, my, you know, mm-hmm. my productivity or, you know, mm-hmm. I couldn't be taken seriously if I mm-hmm. if I watch TV or if I talk about watching TV, I should be talking about more serious, pressing things. But... um. I, I I enjoy <laughs> nothing about me. I mean, let me tell you something, Jade. I drove that whole nine hour drive, nine and change. It was almost 10 hour drive back to my house with a smile on my face because I knew that as soon as I got here, I was going to take a <laughs> shower and I was going to sit in the middle of my couch. I mean, sit in. And it's a big couch. My, I mean, not, I did that on purpose. I don't have a conventional couch. You have to mm. climb into my couch. It sort of envelops yeah. you. It just yes, takes it you. Does. It just, it is so mm. good. I was going to That's sit. where we enjoy the wonders of Aisha Curry's <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> yes. And From that's the thing. I love getting lost in mindless television. Now, there are mm. things that are on television that are thought-provoking and compelling mm-hmm. and things that 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 warrant conversation and reflection. Mm-hmm. But I also love sitting around and watching the spring baking championship and just yes. getting what I need. You know, they, Small they did. Small Bites Mexico. They did. <laughs> last on, on this week's episode, they reimagined cakes and pies. So the in the preheat, they reimagined uh, uh Citrus upside down cakes. So not oh. pineapple. So they gave, so everyone was able, oh. some people had pineapple, some people had lime, some people had blood orange, some people had grapefruit. Oh. And Ooh, they had to re, they had to, they had to reimagine. So not a conventional pineapple upside down cake or upside mm-hmm. down cake. So what would you do if you had, if you had freedom to sort of reimagine this traditional dessert? And then they did one for pies. Coconut cream, key lime, lemon meringue. How would you reimagine this pie? And it was just all I needed to sit there and watch these mm-hmm. seven bakers reimagine mm-hmm. key lime pie and and rhubarb pie. And I just was so content. I was like, this is what oh. the game has been missing. Oh, a yuzu pie instead of key lime. You use yuzu. Yes, mm. this is the this is the kind this is the wave that they was on. Like some some guy mm-hmm. made a key lime pie. He was very he added um he added he might have added he might have added um 
Uzo to the lime. He added something. He was he's from Thailand. He added another another uh component to to it. And he mm. and instead of making a round pie, he made a square pie and made it look like a stamp or like, you know. And so another girl, um, another girl did a lemon meringue pie and she put like this really cool pinwheel on top. Oh it was so it was just like are y'all kidding? But it's just, so, but that's just so fun to watch. This is what I'm saying, and I think what it, it was something that I enjoy. So mm-hmm. I, I enjoy. These are the kinds of things that I enjoy, and giving myself the grace to. It's okay. It's okay to 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 watch to watch TV all day. If yeah. I want to sit and watch terrible Lifetime movies a full Saturday because that is going to give me the peace that I need in order to manage the other days of the week, yes. then there's nothing yes. wrong with that. Does it make me a Listen. slacker? Does it make me a loser? No. Does it make me lazy? This is important. It's very necessary for me to sit If on anything, you're contributing to the community because you're giving Mama Tina views Period. on the programming that she, what is she on, the BET or the Lifetime? One of those. One but, of those. Well, she's on the Lifetime, yes. But yes, see, we have to yes. do it. This is, this is, but yes, that's what I enjoy doing. Minding my business in my house, watching television. That's what I enjoy. And I don't feel bad about it. Not one bit. I think that's such an important question because I don't think enough of us stop for a second mm-hmm. and, and ask ourselves what makes us happy and what do we enjoy. And not and it can be on a it can be on a tangible or on a surface level, right? It could be something as simple as watching TV. I enjoy eating ice cream. You know, I me, I enjoy cleaning. Like it could be that. But when you really sit with the question, it makes you dig a little deeper into yourself because you really need to figure out what do I enjoy that doesn't necessarily include other people. Mm-hmm. That's not um circumstantial. That's not contingent upon, you know, like to really think about what do I enjoy as me? Mm-hmm. Like, what do I enjoy? I think it's such an important question that we need to check in. And with we don't often, like you said, you know, we don't give our, we don't ask ourselves that question. Not mm-hmm. nearly enough. And I think, um, the, 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 um, downside of not asking ourselves that question is that, you know, people make assumptions. We make assumptions and people make assumptions mm-hmm. about what you enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so like, yeah. Yeah. I think Ask yourself. Check, I love this. Check your engine. Like he has said, check, we're going, check your engine. Check, check your, your engine. engine light. Spring cleaning. Balance your tires. Get a tune-up for the spring, girl. Mm-hmm. Yes. On yourself. On yourself. On your shell. On your shell. We're going to put the um link in the description box for uh for for this therapist. Uh her name um, is Paige. Ne- Nedra Tawab. Nedra, oh, yeah. Nedra Tawab. Nedra Tawab. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll have her information in the description box so you can go check out her work for yourself and support. Um, but I think this is a beautiful list of questions and I think this is a good like, you know, quarterly check-in for self. Not even just quarterly. Like when you, Whenever as you you're just working this. on yourself, I think it's good to be able to have something to reference. Because sometimes it's hard, right? Some people want to start meditating and figuring out where to go and they're like, I don't know where to start with this. Maybe just start with some simple questions because it's not that complex. Assessment is always the first step, girls. Yes, Assessment is, is always the first step. Before you solve a problem, mm-hmm. you got to understand it. <coughs> you got to understand You got to learn it. So, and then it's finding ways to learn how to reframe your thinking around those problems. But 
it's never as heavy a lift as you think it is. Like there, yes, it is. It's, it's hard work, but at the same time, it's doable work. So I think this is a beautiful check-in list. Send us your feedback. What are you working on this, this, um, spring equinox? Oh yeah. What are you cleaning out about self? What are some of the things that you all have been pondering over and meditating on? We'd love to hear it. Hit us at getting grown podcast at gmail.com. Show you right. Shall we move to our honesty box? Let's do it. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Relationships take work, especially the most important one you can have in your life, your relationship with yourself. A lot of us will drop anything to go help someone we care about. We'll go out of our way to treat other people well. But how often do we give ourselves the same treatment? So this month, BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you that you matter just as much as everyone else does. And therapy is a great way to make sure you show up for yourself. Therapy has been a game changer for me. It is one of the best ways that I invest in in myself. And I sort of see it as an opportunity to gain more insight, more awareness, to have a partner to help me process mm-hmm. the different, uh, you know, situations, conditions, problems, Absolutely. confounding situations of life. Um, therapy has been a game changer. It's one of the, one of the things that I, you know, you know, just don't regret. It's just invaluable in terms of really helping me put things in proper perspective. What are some of the ways that you, um, invest in yourself, sis? Same therapy has been really key in helping me hold a mirror up to myself. You know what I'm saying? So that I can work on the things that I really want to work on. It's been such an important tool um, in my self-growth. And BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Getting Grown listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash grown. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash grown. Honestly? Truly. All righty. It is time for the Honesty Box this week. Um, And right out the gate, our listener would like a pseudonym, and I think it should be a neutral pseudonym because I'm not quite sure. Okay, so let's call Oh, she her. Never mind, I'm lying. <laughs> okay. She said at the end. <laughs> she her. Tori Kelly. Tori Kelly. <laughs> All right. Tori Kelly says, "Hello Chef Jade and Dr. Kia." Hey. Please give me a pseudonym. Thank you for your work on this platform and bringing important topics to the community. So it's a bit of a long email, but it's fine. We're all here. Mm -hmm. It's actually not as long as some people's. You'd be surprised, Tori (laughs) Kelly. I am writing in after listening to the episode Loving Who We Be featuring Dr. Adia Gooden. Before listening to this episode, I was having a terrible day of self-doubt and worrying my best wasn't good enough. My employer just let me know that I won't be receiving the bare minimum 2% raise because of performance. I know, right? Like gas ain't $4 and groceries ain't skyrocketing daily. Trash. Some backstory. Upon my hiring, I was promised on-the-job training, hands-on experience, travel, and expansive technical experience work, uh, working under the program manager. 
Unfortunately, I started this role right before the pandemic started, February 2020. I had maybe a month in the office before spending what we were told two weeks, the next two years working and learning from home. This severely affected my onboarding experience and work availability because of lack of experience and limited hours. The company, like many, was completely unprepared for onboarding remotely. Not only was I experiencing work stress, but for the next 18 months, I'd lost five close family members during and due to the virus outbreaks. This definitely affected me in ways I didn't see coming. I still pushed through to be supportive of my team. At the time, my manager and team seemed very understanding. When 2021 came around, I was passed up for promotions. Instead of being pissed, I asked for clearer expectations and guidance for what I need to exhibit. Through the grief and minimum work availability, I did what I did my best. When my performance review came up, my manager and I agreed that I had a rough personal year, but I have displayed that I am understanding my work better and just need an opportunity to fully execute a project from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. He still gave me an inconsistent rating. Hmm. I asked him if this would affect me negatively in the future, and he responded no. Fast forward to today. I'm notified I won't be receiving a raise this year due to my inconsistent performance. Meanwhile, I'm still limited on work. Opportunities to fully execute are not assigned to me or extremely delayed, and they're not upholding their end of the deal. There are project delays as long as three plus months, and I'm feeling like I need to jump ship before anything else happens or get fired. This experience has deflated all of my motivation. Any advice is helpful because this is my first full-time engineering role. I'm trying to navigate it properly and not internalize this experience. Oh, Tori Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really. Okay. So I will say that, you know, it's really hard to, um, be trying like to try your best and to be met with um feedback that is not help helpful <laughs> i'm sorry i'm not laughing at you tori kelly i'm laughing because literally we're dealing with <laughs> right now so yeah, right you know now. and and i i hear your frustration um, and honor it, right? And I think that it's mm -hmm. fair for you to be frustrated. So mm -hmm. if you are, you know, I hope that you're giving yourself that space to have that. Um, as far as like what, what to do though, um, you've done all the right things in terms of asking, you know, for the right questions, asking for support, mm -hmm. Um, trying mm -hmm. to figure out what you need to do in order to to improve. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess what I'm saying is, if you, I, if if it were me, I would be looking for other opportunities. I would have I would have all of my feelers out. I would be looking actively for other opportunities. Um, you know, because now mm -hmm. you have, now you have some more insight into the kind of what you what you want and what you don't. Mm -hmm. So you can be a, yep. a you can be much more intentional, mm -hmm. and yeah, you can make a lot. You can make more informed decisions about your job search. 
Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know that I would invest a lot of a, a, a lot more energy into trying to make this work. Yeah. Yeah. Especially given the circumstances of how things have gone down and, you know, and I'm not telling you that doesn't the, mean that you just drop everything and leave or no, do anything like that. I'm no, just saying like, no. you know, if, if it were me, it would be like, okay, there's a disconnect here. I'm mm -hmm. not getting what was promised to me. I'm not getting what I need. Despite me asking and asking and asking for support and help and resources, I'm getting sort of pat on my head. Like, oh, no, mm -hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. And so this is not, you, you, there's, I'm just saying there's no, you shouldn't feel any sort of obligation or loyalty to this, to this situation. It's Absolutely. not working. And mm -hmm. so you do it um, for as long as you need to, but mm -hmm. you're open to and also exploring and, and looking out for yeah. other opportunities for you to grow and get better. And maybe that's through, you mentioned engineering, so maybe you find a black coalition. Maybe there's some Nesby? sort of engineer community. The Nesby. You know what I'm saying? So maybe this oh, is a time you for yeah. you to, to network. This is a time mm -hmm. for you to, you know, reach out to old colleagues and and, and old classmates and professors and just, mm -hmm. you know, now's the time to sort of speak up and let folks know this is what I've been dealing with. Do you have any idea? You know, and there's so many black people in these spaces that deal with the same things. Mm -hmm. You know, we that's why we got all the jokes online about the black people in the lunchroom, the <laughs> post meeting after the, the office Listen. meeting and all kinds of stuff. Because and, and and let me keep it all of all the way funky with you, which I'm sure you already know. And this is for any really young people who are listening to this. Um, there's only there's only gonna be so many good white people you're gonna meet in your life, right? Um, who in your job who are going to actually say do what they say they're gonna do and certain uh, implications and things don't happen that they say are not going to happen. I've dealt with some sneaky motherfuckers in my very long history of my very wide variety of work experience. <laughs> and eight times out of 10, it's always been usually a white man saying, oh no, this is, this is fine for this and blah, 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 blah. And then you find out that it's a totally different response. I say all that to say, just look out for yourself in these situations. Don't go off the merit of what they say when they're like, oh, yeah, this is not going to. No, like always advocate for self. Um, and in a situation like this, you didn't do anything wrong. You were shortchanged. You've been shortchanged. There's also circumstances that are out of everybody's control. But I think there's space where for you know for them to listen and say hey if they acknowledge that things have been out of control and they acknowledged also that you've had an extremely difficult personal year which our love by the way for all of the loss that you've dealt with um if they can acknowledge that then it needs to be some sort in writing y'all need y'all niggas need to tell me that this shit is not getting ready to implicate me in these ways because i don't trust you i don't trust you and i have just that has been my main thing more and more as I've dealt with so many different people in so many different capacities and different fields. It always ends up being the same bottom line that these motherfuckers is untrustworthy. <laughs> and so I hope that you're able to find a community like Kia said, the Nesby or other black engineering coalitions or communities. If somebody's listening, 
wants to write in. This is our second black engineer who's written in. Maybe there's a space here. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. My homegirl's a black developer. There's not many of those that she found a space where she's not putting together conferences and all kinds of things to bring black developers together so that they can network and figure out the ins and outs of how to work this out. So my black engineers who are listening, this is the second one we've gotten in a couple of weeks. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. So I hope that's helpful, um, Tori Kelly. Like he has said, don't invest too much into this space. Find the space that's for you and use these circumstances and these situations to better understand what it is you're looking for and what it is you're not. So you know how to move. I'm sorry, that was very long. Continue to send your honesty box questions to getting grown podcast at gmail.com and we shall move along to the self-care. I'm praying for you, Tori Kelly. You're going to be all right. Absolutely. Keep us posted, please. I deserve My Black Woman self-care is very easy, very quick this week. It's not all, we've been introspective and all that shit all episode. Keeping it real simple with y'all today. Changed my vacuum cleaner filters. Yes. And let me tell you something. You know, that's not a practice that I have done enough. <laughs> and something in my spirit a while ago said, buy you some vacuum. I think, oh, something had, I got something caught in the hose. Then I thought I was going to have to replace the hose. I ended up getting it out. But um, when I was going to look for replacement hoses, I saw vac the, you know, all the filters. And something in that moment was like, hey, buy this for future Jade because she's going to need it. <laughs> so... Cleaning lady came the other day and I said, let me, I like to get her ready. So I want to clear out the vacuum. I like to just, you know, set her up. So I, um, I pulled the vacuum cleaner. I said, you know what? Now's the time for me to change these filters. Nigga, I was ashamed of myself, Mm -hmm. but also felt glorious. And I was like, I'm putting a reminder in my phone right now to change these filters every three months. (laughs) I was like, because this took me all of two seconds and it just felt incredible so that's it my black woman self-care is i changed my vacuum cleaner filters similarly um that was good um because similarly my black woman self so i have this terrible habit of just putting Mm -hmm. off things like like those sort of those sort of things um like changing batteries changing filters Mm -hmm. i have uh, my smart lock on my front door I had been getting a notification that the batteries were low for weeks, weeks, weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I was thinking that I had to, you know, <laughs> I had to get tools. I was thinking I was going to need a screwdriver. I was going to have to undo all these things, right? The whole and so kit. I go to change the um, change the batteries before mm-hmm. I left. And I said, you know, w- w- let me let me do this the right way, because usually my my approach is to just sort of <laughs> tackle it and sort of figure mm-hmm. out how this how this works. But I said, I stopped myself and said, read the, the read the instructions, girl. 
not my strong suit. So I understand. Yes. Follow. Like there's got to be, if you, again, I open up the app and click in the help section, there was a whole mm -hmm. tutorial video that walked through step by step. And like you, this process that I was putting off for months and months and months took me about 45 seconds. And, yes. you know, I just was like, look at all this time that I had. And I do this all the time. <laughs> like a lot of times I'm like, you know, cleaning the bathroom. I got to clean the bathroom. I just put it off, put it off, put it off. And then I clean the bathroom. It takes me all of 25 minutes. And it's like, girl, you've yeah. been doing so much. And then you feel so good. Then in you, clean yes. Bathroom. So, yes, I changed. Mm -hmm. And then that just prompted me to go around my house, changing all the batteries and everything. Yeah, because um, you just felt accomplished. It's just like, let's do this. Let's be a real adult. Yeah. And let's get yeah. these things in order. And yes. so that's what and I did. It's the small things. It's, you know, so I know some of y'all are literally listening to this show right now with beeping smoke detectors. <laughs> I know you are. It's all right. You know what I'm saying? This is a safe just space. Just pause us right now. Take yourself down to I mean, Walgreens. Or if to you the need to buy batteries, or... don't wait till you go to the store. Order them on Amazon. They will Order come them. to Just your get them house. right now. Because by the time come, you put off yes. for the next 12 days buying batteries, I mean, you could have it. had 17 Amazon deliveries. Do it now. Sign up for the Target same day delivery. $99 annually. You can get whatever you want for $35 anytime you want it. I mean, so, do it today. Make your life easy. That's all I'm Boy, saying is get yourself some batteries and change them. Get yourself them. some batteries and change them. Speaking of um, irritating sounds, shall we move along to the petty peeves? Yes. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. And so I am really ready for the petty peeves because I just spent five days in nice. Tennessee. Oh. Um. And, you know... The people at, the people there are just not masking. They just don't. Mm. They just what mask? Like here, there, anywhere. Honestly. Literally, I know here, there, everywhere at this point. But like, yeah. And so, I I just feel like now now COVID has made me hyper aware of of things mm. that I probably was not aware of pre pandemic. I I um noticed I, I feel like food preparation is just a different sort of animal. It's a different beast. Mm. And so mm. like if you don't want to wear a mask when you're talking or when you just not even talking, when you just sort of living your own life and going to the target and doing what you gotta do for yourself. But if you work down to the subway mm -hmm. and you're breathing over my sandwich. Mm -hmm. Why do you feel it's, it's necessary? You know, you 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 feel like you understand that you have to wear gloves, but you don't feel like you need to cover your face, like, right. and you're talking all over the you're bread. talking, and just I mean, I went I, I, while I while I was uh, driving, the late I stopped stood in the line, and said I'm gonna get myself a sandwich, mm -hmm. and then I watched the lady make the sandwich of the person that was standing in front of me. And when I tell you, I got out that line so quickly because like you said, it's not like, it's not like, um, you know, it's, it's not like in McDonald's where they hand you a, a sandwich that's already been wrapped. 
this lady was standing over this man's sandwich and talking over it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. she was, you want potato chips? She was chips? like, "Would <laughs> you like?" I mean, I'm just like, "Yo, you can't tell me that like her whole everything is not in this man's food <sighs> everywhere." Like, are you kidding? And you wearing gloves, but you still touching everything. I don't know. I just. Right. Like, don't wear gloves and then work the register. Nigga, that's counterproductive to everything. (laughs) I, um, you already know I can't, I I can't deal with it. And when I, if I have a classmate, if I see that nigga, if I, they have a tear (laughs) from an onion and they wipe out, go wash your hands. But it's true though. Because everybody got to eat this mm -mm, shit. mm -mm. Mm -mm. So that's, Mm -mm. I just filthy people. The fact that, you know, there's just such a disregard. All that we've learned from COVID, we just are just disregarding it. Like, we've learned. COVID taught us how how things like spittles work, right? And what happens when somebody coughs or sneezes. What yeah. that means in the air, in the atmosphere. COVID taught us that. And we're not even taking it seriously um, you know, in our day-to-day interactions, but like even in places that are preparing food and, mm-hmm. and you know, I just feel like what what when what in the world is going on? Antoinette here? went down to see sweet green and and it was literally like, I mean, probably the day after they lifted the mask mandate, and she said all the employees had on masks except for the one girl who was making the salad. And she asked the girl, like, can you please put on a mask while you're making the salad? And the girl got nasty and got an attitude and made the salad disgusting intentionally because I, w- I would have left, but I would have left made too. it disgusting intentionally. And told her by herself. Just, yeah, like, but honestly, you know what? Yeah, let me get that salad. And then I would have threw it at her. She would have been wearing that salad. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to get an attitude for me asking for 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 something um kindly respectfully and that you should be doing in the first but all your coworkers got on masks but you just have to you just have to be this person where you're like well we don't have to wear them so i ain't gonna wear one and that's, it's like okay that's the bitch part well that i really hate right like you're not even like you're just doing this to be contrary you're just being yeah. a dissenter this is yeah. and this is your yeah. ego it's like you know compromising what's supposed to be the standard or the value in this place. Like whatever happened to, you know, you know, I'm the customer, I'm the paying customer and I'm asking you to do something as it relates to food that I am going to purchase and consume. And consume. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. you in here with your ego, your opinion, it don't matter. It's not about you right now. You working Mm -hmm. in this establishment and your job is to prepare my food. So how you feel about it is not my business. Mm-mm. Nope. But people, like you said, it's their egos and they can't check them enough mm. to say, you know what? This is a, this, this, this is going to cause me a discomfort for all of a few minutes. Cause I have to take it off after that bitch. Listen, Nobody gets, like, like, whatever. What? And I mean, feel free Do to it, talk about whatever. me. Call. I mean, listen, Hey girl, get what you need. Go call your mom. But mama. y'all the same niggas who was sitting up here talking about I ain't had a cold in a year. Exactly. Well, you, you wonder why. You wonder why you haven't had a cold in a year, bitch. Call your mama and talk all the trash about me on your 15-minute mm-hmm. breaks. Mm-hmm. Do what mm-hmm. you got to do because that's not my business or my concern. But what Enjoy is... Enjoy that Newport with that mask off. Listen. when you go back inside, put it on. <laughs> but as it relates <laughs> to my food that I am purchasing mm-hmm. and consuming... 
how you feel is not my it's not something that is a mm. factor. Mm-mm. But here we are. It's a non motherfucking factor. <laughs> <bitch>. Um <laughs> my petty peeve is uh Really petty and really quick. Mm-hmm. But I, I'll start it off with gratitude. I'm grateful for uh, the ways in which our bodies regenerate themselves. Yeah. Um, especially our mouths. Because nothing is fucking worse than eating and biting the side of your inside of your Ooh. cheek. Ouch. Then it's swollen and you keep biting the shit as you eat through the day. Painful. And it's just, ah. But I'm grateful that our mouths heal so quickly I too. that, you know, that shit could, won't feel the same in literally an hour. So I'm grateful for that aspect of it. But why? Why were we designed to bite the insides of our cheeks while we eat? Somebody out there is probably like, well, Jade, if you weren't eating like a ravenous hyena, <laughs> maybe you wouldn't have bitten the inside of your mouth. A ravenous hyena is good. <laughs> <laughs> but I was trying to scarf down a granola bar before we recorded this show. And with that being said, thank you for listening to another episode of Getting Grown. For almost five, we are one week short Damn. of our five year anniversary. It's a big celebration. ups to us. And big ups to you all for, yes. for sitting here. For those who have been here since day one and are still sitting here, for those who just discovered us yesterday and you came in. Welcome to the party. And um, and we're just grateful for each and every person who shows us support every week. While, you know, we nurture our little baby. Our little toddler. Our little kindergartner. I know. Just going to school. That's we love crazy. y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being a part of our community, our village, our yeah. tribe at the kitchen table. We couldn't do this without you. Thank y'all for doing it with us week after week. As we look forward to the to next week, y'all continue to be safe. Take care of yourself and the people around you. Um, you know, make sure that you are drinking the Lord's water, moisturizing the inside of your body, your organs and things that are that, you know, that that you know are essential to our survival and health and wealth. Absolutely. Absolutely. Make sure that you are moisturizing your mind by minding the business that is yours worrying about your very self um and make sure that you are moisturizing your skin okay because your black will crack if it's dry yes in the words of shariel look to your left and say to your neighbor neighbor don't worry about what the fuck i be doing (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 <laughs>